So Australia Post, it seems it's being hauled into the 21st century as the federal government rushes to make it financially sustainable given the rapid decline in traditional letter deliveries. Putting up the price of postage stamps and cutting back on daily letter deliveries are some of the ideas being floated as part of a survival plan for the institution. The ABC senior business correspondent Peter Ryan has been speaking with the communications minister about the rescue. Peter joins me now in the studio. Peter, thanks for your time. How serious is the challenge for Australia Post, given what we've seen, that dramatic decline in letter deliveries? Well, Tom, uh, good morning. Uh, This review has been inevitable for Australia Post. The corporatised government institution has been around for 214 years, maybe remembered by some listeners as the old Postmaster General's Department or the PMG, when it uh, ran phone services as well. The discussion paper out today is not a survival blueprint, but it does raise some big issues. The toughest one is what's known as the Community Service obligation to provide services to 98% of Australia, including rural and remote areas. What's going to be happening with that? That obligation, according to the paper, is no longer financially sustainable. The deepening letters slump sliced almost $190 million from the Australia Post half-year profit earlier this year. And the more lucrative parcels delivery, uh, which was also quite big during the pandemic Mm. has also eased off as more people go back to work but the plan is to change that community service obligation which at the moment is outdated and doesn't include freight all of this uh, raises questions about the future of those uh, bricks and mortar post offices around the country 15,000 red letter boxes we see in suburbia and region areas they look pretty lonely at the moment and what about the fate of the 60,000 staff at Australia Post who are being told they need to modernise. I spoke with the Communications Minister, Michelle Rowland, who's asking directly, when was the last time you posted a letter? Well, I think the reality is that Australians are actually posting and also receiving less and less letters. And at the same time, we have increasing demand for parcel services and we've also got increasing international competition. Those types of competitors don't have the obligations that uh, Australia Post does have to the community when it comes to other services like letters. So is the letter dead or dying and not worth the cost of delivering given changing consumer demands and attitudes who've gone increasingly digital? Well, letters are certainly still being sent, but the reality is that 97% of them are actually being sent by business and government. But Australia Post um, has that obligation, and as long as people want to send letters, those letters will be delivered. I see in the discussion paper that even the price of a stamp gets a bit of a mention. Would you like to be the Minister for Communications who bumps up the price of a postage stamp? Well, let's be clear, the uh, approval for postage stamp increases is one that's done through um, a regulatory process. But also, um, I note that as we have people... a decrease in the number of people actually uh, purchasing stamps, Australia Post makes a submission to the regulator um, on that basis as well. Does this discussion paper open up the option or the possibility of selling Australia Post off to private interests, which has happened in other countries around the world? 
Absolutely not. And the guiding principles, the very first one, explicitly states that Australia Post will remain in full public ownership. What about the community service obligation to service all parts of Australia, including rural and remote areas? That cost $348 million last financial year. So is that obligation to the community going to be axed? No, Australians do expect that they are going to be able to receive their parcels and their letters within a certain time frame. But of course, parcels are not part of these performance standards. So that's precisely what we want to examine through this consultation process. There are currently 4,300 post offices around the country. How many of them do you think might be closed? Well, we're not making any decisions as a result of this discussion paper process, but we do know how important those post offices are in regional Australia. But we want to understand how we can make them more viable. Is that the same with the 15,000 red post boxes that Australia Post has around the country? Would they be scaled back? Well, again, no decisions are being made here, but I would point out we see these post boxes, but um, many of your listeners might uh, or might not remember the last time they actually used one of those street posting boxes as well. And again, that wouldn't be surprising. Australia Post has more than 60,000 workers, but quite a few of them would be from the old Australia Post that you're wanting to modernise, would some of those workers be made redundant or sacked to make way for the expansion of the more lucrative freight business? Well, again, we're making no decisions and we have been very engaged with the Australia Post workforce and its representatives because that's the only way we can have uh, sustainable jobs and good job opportunities, ones that are relevant to changing consumer needs. So Communications Minister Michelle Rowland speaking with the ABC's Peter Ryan, who's with us. Peter, while we have you, GDP figures out yesterday show the economy is slowing. Could this mean the Reserve Bank might hold off on a rate rise next Tuesday? Well, Tom, uh, the economy is still expanding. Um, It it expanded by 0.5% in the final three months of last year. But the point is that 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 expansion is slowing. And so that's showing the impact of uh, inflation, the rising cost of living, and also those interest rate rises that are starting to hurt households. And we've seen that with um, household savings falling, uh, businesses uh, spending less. And we could be heading towards what could be a real slowdown with the economic growth likely to fall to 1.5% by the end of the year, according to the Reserve Bank. Also, a bit of good news, it looks as though inflation has peaked, uh, come down from 7.8% to 7.4% in uh, January. And all of this means it might actually provide a bit of a discussion for next Tuesday's Reserve Bank board meeting after uh, consecutive uh, rate rises since May. Maybe they might consider it's time to step back and pause Uh, we'll have to wait till Tuesday to find out. We'll find out soon. Peter, thanks as always for joining us. Peter Ryan there, the ABC Senior Business Correspondent.